Hello everyone, and welcome to Red Corner, episode 9, where we have me, Max, Roy, and a Cardiff fan, Ben. Uh, so today we saw Liverpool uh, win their sixth game in a row, beating Cardiff 6-3. Uh, what did you think? Uh, as a Cardiff fan, um, I thought we played quite well in the first half. Um, kind of took took you toe-to-toe, and I think that we deservedly went in the lead twice. But then in the second half, it was just like your power just overtook us. Uh, having you know Suarez, Sturridge, Sterling, Gerrard... Henderson running at us—it was just too much, really. And I think that, you know, I think three goals was—we deserved to score three goals, but you absolutely deserved to smash us. You were just uh, leagues ahead of us. Yeah, I mean, I was quite impressed though with Cardiff's performance today. Like, yeah, I mean, in the first half, I thought we were really good. We we attacked really well. We defended strongly. I mean, the two goals we scored, I thought, were very good. You know, um, we we kind of exploited John Flanagan a little bit because I thought he was quite weak at left back. Yeah. And um, Campbell and Much mm-hmm. scored two great goals. And I think, you know, I think they were deserved. I think we did deserve to go in the lead twice. But then I think it was just you guys were so patient in the second half. And like, I think it was the, the fourth goal, possibly, where you just you passed, passed it around us. And we, we had no hope. And you just it was probably about five minutes that you had the ball for. And you just worked your way forward and Suarez put it in. It was just I think it was it was we were good in the first half and you were just a lot better in the second. And that's that's why you, you ran out winners. Would you say this loss is kind of a big blow to your hope uh, in, in terms of w- were you expecting to get points today or? no god no i think like um uh, the games we've got coming up are, are bigger games for us than this liverpool game basically because you know we, we beat man city here in the season when no one expected it and i think these kind of games mm-hmm. for a team like us are their bonus points you know if we could have got three points or even a point today that was a point or three points we weren't expecting yeah. So going like the next games we've got, we've got West Brom next Saturday, which is massive. Then we've got Stoke, Sunderland, and Crystal Palace in quick succession. So Ooh, you know, okay. I mean, if we'd won today, brilliant. That's an extra three points we didn't expect to have, and we could almost afford to lose—not afford to lose, but you know, the, the pressure's off ever so slightly. Like early expect- Basically, you gave, um, you were expecting to give up those points. Yeah, yeah. You kind of the, the games for 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 a promoted team like us, uh, games against Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Arsenal, even as much as I'd say Everton because they've been quite good this season. They're the type of games that you go into and you go, you know, if we win, brilliant. That's three points we didn't expect to have, but you, you don't ever go into them expecting to win. And I think even though we went two one up, I'd, I'd, I never expected us to to win the game because it was just a matter of time before. Suarez and Sturridge were brought into the game and we're getting on the ball and we're, we're, we're taking it to us. And I think that's just, you know, that's what happened. And I think losing today is, isn't great for our, our promotion, our, our um, you know, in, in the hope survival. of staying up. But mm. yeah, survival, that's the word. Skip me then. But then if we win the next four games, everything's looking rosy again. So I just think it's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose they are the bigger games, you know, beating the lower club teams just to get back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got, I think we're, we're three points behind West Brom and we've got them next weekend. And then we're only a point behind Palace, Swansea and everyone else. And we've got Palace and Sunderland following on. So if we can get nine points, 12 points from the next four games, then we're, we're all of a sudden in a much rosy position. 25 points now. If we win the next four points, then we're on 37. And that puts us clear ahead of Swansea, West Brom, because I just don't, I just think it's the bottom of the league is so poor. You know, there's, there's five or six teams down there who are dreadful. Yeah. And it's just it's about becoming the best of a very bad bunch. That's all it is. And like you know, you you guys were just outstanding in the second half today. It was just unreal. Sliding table, 
If you had to bet on it, who would you bet on to win the league right now? I'd put it on you guys, absolutely. Really? Yeah, I just think I've I've seen you know when we played Chelsea, Chelsea didn't look that good. We we played we've played um who else is it? Man City and Man City are good, and I think that that is it's between you and Man City now because I I just think when you guys are going to go and play Chelsea because you've got Chelsea in a couple of weeks, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. John Terry and Gary Cahill against Suarez and Sturridge is just it's a no contest for me. Terry and Cahill will struggle against their movement and against their pace and, and how they link up. And I just think if you can if you can beat Chelsea, which I don't see why you can't, then I think you're gonna you're gonna go on to win the league. Hopefully. <laughs> what do you guys think you'll win the league or are you just still kind of dreaming of it at the moment? Yeah, I mean I think some of us are trying not to think <laughs> it too much because, you know, we don't want to get you know our hope destroyed and yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we all know now we've got a chance, you know. Was was to, do you think today was the game that you re, that put you back into you know with more of a chance? Because I know you've been kind of knocking on the door the last few weeks, but yeah, I mean, like in order to win the Premier League, you you need to beat um, clubs with all due respect. No, know, of course, like, like these. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think today kind of showed that Liverpool are a team which can definitely win the league. But I don't think today was a turning point though. I think this Thursday, um, is it Thursday? Against Sunderland? I think that's the the vital one because that's our game in hand. Okay. If we win that, we'll be one point behind Chelsea and yeah, I think this uh, the next game against Sunderland will be the big one. We have to win that. Yeah, because I mean, one point behind Chelsea, we face Chelsea at Anfield. You know? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yes, if you if, well, if you if you beat us like that today, then I think you should have no hope against Sunderland. <laughs> They're pretty dreadful. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, yeah. uh, what do you think? Of, what do you think about the the five at the back for Cardiff? Um, I think it. It's, it's a strange, bit unusual, right? isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. very unusual because we we kind of play. It's quite fluid. You have five at the backs. So you've got Kolker, It was Wankala and Kevin Theophile Catherine in the middle. Then you've got Declan John and Fabio on the left and the right. But Kevin Theophile is actually a fullback by trade, so it becomes quite a fluid three. I think when you know when when we want to attack, Kev can join the attacks and get up the wings and stuff. But when we're defending, he just slots back into centre half. And I think it, it worked quite well in the first half. I thought we kind of. Um, we restricted you to, to only a few chances. We, you know, I know, I know we conceded a couple of goals, but we didn't, we, we didn't look overawed with it. But I think in the second half, when when the game opened up and when we had to attack to to try and get back into the game, I think you just exploited the space in behind us and the players got a bit lost, really. And I think it, it works well. What, you know, when we're attacking and going forward, it works well. But when we're defending, it, it causes a bit of confusion. Mm, I agree. Yeah, the three four one two sort of formation you had when attacking yeah that yeah. looked really really good yeah very very did. promising stuff but i just think it's the way we're playing we can't get any luck at the moment and i think we're trying to force the issue and we're trying to you know like the, the goals we scored were great and i think if we'd if we'd carried on playing like when we came out for the second half i think half time came at the wrong time for us i think we, you know we, in the first half we played really well we were attacking and then in the second half you guys just took over the game and i think that's what that's what happened, you know. We we kind of took our, our foot off the gas, and you guys ran away with it. Yeah, I mean, Cardiff scored, you know, three goals today. It's quite un- <laughs> un- unusual for them. Yeah, I think I it's mean... the third time this season we've scored three goals. All right. I mean, uh, only Crystal Palace have scored less. Yeah, it's, we scored three against Man City earlier in the season, and three against Fulham recently, and then since then we've only ever scored. 
one or two. You know, we, we don't often score yeah. <laughs> score many goals. So I think the, the, that, and that's kind of what's disappointing. You know, we scored three goals today and we, we didn't come away with any points. You know, when you score three, I know it's against Liverpool, but when you score three goals, you just think you're going to get something from it, at least a point. And instead, we conceded six. And as I, said, I was driving back with my dad just now and we were saying that our keeper didn't really have much to do. It's just you must have only had about eight or nine shots and scored six of them, which just shows how deadly you are. Our conversion rate this season is quite mental. I mean, looking at our previous seasons, that that was our main problem. Yeah. Just, just finishing off them chances. Yeah, I think that was the thing. Like, you guys went forward, and every time you went forward, you looked like scoring because you come forward in five or six. You know, you've got Suarez and Sturridge leading it, but then you've got Henderson, Allen, Coutinho, Sterling when he came on, buzzing in behind. So the fact that you're, you attack... Um, when you attack, like Suarez is just, you put him in the box with the ball, he's going to get it on target and nine times out of ten he seems to score. So it's just, it's it's amazing. Who who was your like pick of the bunch? For... From from both sides? Uh, yeah, from both sides. From our side, I thought Juan Carla played really well in defence. He kind of, a lot of a lot of fight, a lot of drive, and a, you could tell that he really wanted it. Um, from you guys, it's, it's hard to pick between Suarez and Sturridge. It's just, but when they go forward, you know, they've got such a great partnership. I think as you guys would have seen every game, it's it's telepathic almost, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that back hill, you know, that was just mental. Yeah, it was unreal. And like, he must have just, (laughs) how did he know that Suarez would be there? But they've got that partnership at the moment, haven't they? Where they just know who's there. So it's just, I think it's hard to differentiate between the two. But I think, you know, I think from our point of view, Juan Carlos was our man of the match from you guys. It had to be one of them too. Yeah, I mean, yep, I have to agree. Yep. Yeah, I mean that that partnership is now something special. I mean, it's one of the best partnerships in the league right now. Oh, I, maybe it, well, I, even the best partnership. I was going to say it is the best. It has to be because Man United don't have someone like that. Arsenal don't have anyone like that. I know Man City have Aguero and Negredo, but they haven't played together enough to be effective like Suarez and Sturridge have. There's nobody else in the league like it. Because both they're both what they both Suarez is on what twenty seven, twenty eight goals. Twenty eight goals, yeah. Twenty eight goals. 28 how much has Sturridge got? 15, 16, maybe 18, more? 19. 19. Oh, yeah, 19, yeah. So okay. between them, they've got over 50 goals. Um, close to 50 goals. 47. Yeah, Mass is never my strong point. <laughs> so, you know, there's no other partnership in the league like it, is there? Aguero and Negredo have both scored goals, but not to that level. So, I don't think yeah. there's any. And Aguero's like... been injured so much. Exactly. And as far as, you know, Suarez and Sturridge, you've been quite lucky in the sense that neither have had a particularly long time out with injury, have they? I know Suarez missed the first few games of the season, but neither of them have been out for any length, have they? Yeah. The thing is that not many teams have, um, they play two strikers in one go, other than maybe United or City. Like yeah. Chelsea, they barely have a striker at most times. Arsenal, they have uh, Giroud playing alone, Podolski is out wide. For United, they have uh, Van Persie up front and Rooney deep but Rooney is not really a striker recently more of a false 10 yeah. or whatever you want to call it so I think we are the only partnership right now bar uh, Aguero Negredo so great to have yeah yeah. It's, it's, it, honestly you guys are so lucky to have them I think <laughs> it's, it's any team in the league would, would absolutely kill to have one of the two the fact that you've got both of them is just it's complete it's not luck because you guys have obviously bought them and trained them but it's just incredible Incredible timing. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of Suarez? You know, all this con- contra- uh, contra- God, I can't even want to speak. Controversy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, last season, 
Do, do you think he's matured as a player this season, or do you think he's still a bit, you know? He has matured, but there were there. He still has that petulance. Um, petulant side to him. There was a moment in the game today where he went in for a tackle with someone, and our player got the ball. And you know, it was a hard tackle, but it was a completely fair tackle. And after the ball had gone, Suarez kind of lashed out a little bit. And now it, he didn't catch anyone, and I don't think the referee saw it. But he's still got that side to him, hasn't he? Yeah. But I think he didn't really dive much today. You know, I was expecting him to be throwing himself around, and I thought Sturridge was the worst of the two for that. And I think he Suarez has matured. I think I, I honestly I didn't like the guy. Um, I don't. I didn't like the guy when he handballed it for Uruguay against Ghana in 2010. So mm-hmm. my like for him has never been massive, but he he has grown up. And I think he he's just showing that if he can, you know, he just wants to focus on his football. And if he if he can beat out the other sides of his game that is the petulance, then he's he's possibly in the top five players in the world, if not definitely. Yeah, Martin Skirtle scored two just, just I mean personally I've got a soft spot for him as Roy knows <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like what do you think you know of him um, I I think he's one of the main reasons that defending in this country hasn't been has become more of a wrestling match like when, whenever there's a corner, whenever there's a throw in or whether there's a free kick going into the box, he's always got his arms around someone. He's always pulling shirts. He's always doing that. And, you know, he gets away with it so much. But he is a good defender. Like he scored a couple of goals today, which I, I don't know if he, how many has he scored this season. Do you know? Six. Six. So he's, he's scoring goals. That's quite a lot for a defender. And I think... Are those six including on goals or... <laughs> Nine <Nine-nine> overall. <laughs> just goals for Liverpool. Um, yeah, I think he is a good defender. There's no doubt about it. But I just think he's he's a bit he's a bit petulant as well in the fact that, you know, pulling shirts and stuff like that. But today, he he was good for you guys. You know, he he marked Campbell well. He He didn't really let the guy go too far from him and... You know, I know we can, we scored three goals, but I don't think any of them were particularly his fault. So we looked all right. Yeah, yeah, you made a fair point there, actually. Um, you don't really see too many defenders playing the ball. Most of them recently play the man. Like you see John Terry yeah. in the past, he he attacks the ball so well, going um while defending or attacking, and I can yeah. see that in Corker, Corker as well at times. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. Hmm? I th- Corker's very good at he he's very good at going for the ball rather than the man. And, you know, I think if Kolka, he was good today, but it wasn't his best game. He, he's very good at winning headers. He's very good at making challenges. But I think he just, I, I don't know how good he actually is in the grand scheme of things. You know, a lot of people say that he should be going to the World Cup, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him on the form he's been in this season. I'm, I'm quite a fan of him, though. I mean... Because you guys are linked with him, aren't you? Yeah, re- yep. recently we were, yeah. Do, do you think he, you will sign him? It depends, really. I mean, you know, if we get Champions League, hopefully win, um, we might go for you know different players. But yeah, it it, it all depends, really. You know, it depends on how much um, Cardiff would want. I think maybe around ten to twelve million pounds. Well, we paid we paid nine million for him, so I think mm-hmm. we'd want to get at least that back. So yeah, we'd be looking at ten to twelve because I think he's on quite a long contract. I think he's on a four year deal with us. Yeah, I yep. mean, if 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 he still stay in the Premier League, I think he'll stay. But if he if you do get relegated, I can. Oh yeah, he's there'll be an exodus if we get relegated simply because of you know him, Gary Medell. I think Carla might go. 
Campbell will probably leave because he's been one of our better players this season. Jordan Much will leave. I think even our keeper, David Marshall, will leave. So if we get relegated, there'll be a mass exodus. And I think Cogger will be at the head of the queue because people like Liverpool and other teams will be going in for him. He's the most sellable player. Is he our most sellable player? Yeah, he is. Absolutely. I would think so. Um, The one that could fetch the most money and the one that um, people will court most. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because he's... He's a young, he's, you know, he's young. He's English. He's only he's only twenty two. He's got, he, he's a defender, which you know England have got old central defenders at the moment, haven't they? Terry, uh, Jaggy Elka, they're all the wrong side of thirty. So he's he's got something a lot of players and a lot of clubs want. Yep. Yeah. Good point there. Um, also, we saw Brendan Rodgers and Joe Allen you know, come back to the Cardiff. Yeah. Um, what's your personal opinion? Number one on Brendan Rodgers. Oh, he's he's a superb manager, isn't he? I think it's it's um, he was good at Swansea, but I think he's gone to Liverpool, and I think having a, a club, you know, a better set of players at their at his disposal has just shown how good of a manager he is. Because he he did really well with Swansea, but I think he took them as far as he could because he was limited in how much they could spend and what players would then want to come to the club. And now he's gone to Liverpool. He's signed players like did he sign Sturridge? It was him who signed Sturridge, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So he's got yeah. Sturridge in and he's got Suarez playing even better than he was last season. And he's he's completely galvanised the way you play. But he's also made you... He's just such an attacking threat. And I think that's what he's about. Yeah, And I, I don't have anything against him. You know, he was Swansea manager, but he, he left them soon enough. He, he saw sense. And um, <laughs> he's mm-hmm. he's just done a, he's done a great job with you guys. And I think it's just... It's magnificent to see him doing it because he's a young manager... He's been brought up in the English game because he was, you know, part of Mourinho's crew at Chelsea, and then he went off to Watford. And he's bounced back from Reading when he went, he moved to Reading, and everything went wrong for him there. And he's now showing how good a manager he is. So I think he's, you know, he's he's got so far to go in the game. And if he if he stays at Liverpool now and builds something there, which akin to Ferguson at Man United, you know, stays there for ten, fifteen years, builds builds a squad, builds a club up. You guys are going to be dominating English football for seasons. So you can see him as a long-term manager in terms of, you know, he he won't be one of the managers, he achieves something and then goes on to a different club and tries to achieve something else. No, I don't think so. And I think the, the way the Premier League is at the moment, where where would he go? You know, you, you're not going to leave Liverpool to go to Man United because it's not the done thing. Man City have got Pellegrini in and I just don't think they'll go for someone like Rodgers. The next move for, for Man City will be someone like Jurgen Klopp or Pep Guardiola. And I think... Uh, there's no no better club for him to be at because Liverpool, you know, he's, he understands the history there. He understands the prestige of the club and he just knows what he's doing. I think he's he's the right man for Liverpool in terms of the way that, that you guys like playing attacking football, don't you? Yeah. And he gets that and he, he's playing attacking football and he understands exactly what, what what's needed from the club. And I think if he, if he, if you win the league this season, where would he go? Why else would he move on? Okay. Um, also, Colin Pascoe, he used yeah. to work for Cardiff. He did, yeah. I th- I'm trying to think now. It was late nineties, oh, yeah. early two thousand. Yeah, I, I, I heard oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, I was, I was really surprised. You know, he went Good from point. Cardiff to Swansea. It's a bit he, extreme. I, I don't know if he went direct from Cardiff to Swansea. I, I, I know he was involved at the club years ago, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking late nineties, early two thousands. He was part of the coaching setup under. I can't remember who it was. But yeah, he he was involved at the club then. I I, can't, I don't know where he went in in the meantime between us and Swansea. Um, but yeah, it's, 
you know, it's, it's, it's an odd one because I never really liked Colin Pascoe when he's at Cardiff. I didn't quite understand what he was doing. <laughs> but he's clearly got a role under Rogers that's quite important, isn't it? Yeah, I oh, mean, no, we, we have no idea what he's doing now. So. <laughs> yeah, Do you not oh, have yeah. any idea? Le- Le- no, zero idea. Like, absolutely, you know. <laughs> I I, th- I think mostly he brought him in because he needs someone to trust, you know. Yeah. It's always good to have that person with you. And he's someone who, um, I d- yeah, I d- what is is he assistant manager or? He's yeah, just, he's yeah. assistant manager, yeah. It's a fair play to him because when he was at Cardiff, I thought he was going to go nowhere just because he didn't seem to have a role at Cardiff either and he didn't seem to do anything when he was there. But he's, he worked with Rodgers at Swansea and now he's gone on to work with them at Liverpool. So good on him. So he moved to Cardiff to Chute. So he, yeah, he, he moved to Cardiff to the, so the academy. Mm-hmm. Then he went yeah. to Swansea. Yeah. He went to Swansea in 2005. And that was as, as on a part-time basis, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's really interesting career for him. I mean, good on him for being there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's literally started from the bottom. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's worked hard to get there, hasn't he? Well, that's how we were speaking about Sturridge. And um, someone else who spoke about Sturridge was uh, Ferguson, Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. But after a few days, we were at Zaha for four more million. And now he's on loan at Cardiff. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I, Zaha, he's a funny one. Um, we signed him on loan. We we spent around one point five million pounds on getting the loan him on fee? loan. Yeah, that was loan and wages. I think the loan fee was about six hundred grand. Okay. Um, and then we're paying his wages for the rest of the season. Um, mm-hmm. and he's he. I don't really know what to make of him. I think you you obviously made the right decision to sign Dan, uh, Daniel Sturridge, but I think yeah. Zaha he every now and again he looks really really good, but he just t- tends to want to do a trick too much or try and take it on past one person. He doesn't really get crosses in, so I, I don't. I, I think he's been a bit of a wasted signing. I think we were right to sign him just because we had the opportunity, but I think he's he's not had any effect on our season so far. He's yeah, because really... back at Palace, yeah, back at Palace, I really liked him. He was very dy- dynamic. He he had a lot of pace and strength. But yeah. then when he moved to United, he was a bit meh. But <laughs> then now I am <laughs> now at Cardiff. I thought he would rejuvenate himself, but apparently not. I mean, in the Championship, it's you know it's more suited to that to his game, really. Yeah, because I think he's he's just he's so explosive and so powerful that running at championship defenders and running at championship players means that he can just get round them so easy because they really don't know how to deal with him. But in the Premier League, all the, you know, all the defenders are a class above. And I think Zaha is still in a position where he's trying, to, he's trying to get used to the Premier League. And he's not playing much. I know he signed for United and didn't play for them. He's come to us and we've only probably played him, I think, out of the games he's been there. He start, he's only started twice, possibly. So he's just not getting the games and he's not able to to understand how to play football against the better players, if you see what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So it's a shame. And you guys really, prefer Chris Noon over him, right? Yeah, we do. Noon, Noon's class. I'm, I was surprised he didn't play today because he would have given Flanagan a tough time. You know, we, we gave Flanagan a tough time anyway, but having someone with Noon's pace and Noon's crossing ability against Flanagan would have just... I, I, it would have been a bit scary, I think. Yeah, Flanagan didn't have his best game today. Do, do you rate Flanagan? Um, I, f- I feel some people overrate him a little bit. I mean, okay. yep. but I mean, yeah, I mean, I do rate him as a good backup. 
I wouldn't, you know, start him because, I mean, next season, we need to get a consistent, better left back. But. Yeah, I think he's he looked okay at times, but he just we did exploit him a little bit. You know, we we doubled up on him two on one at times, and even Fabio was getting round him, which. Yeah, I mean, he he keeps doing well in in them really big games. You know, like against Everton, Manchester United. Is He's one for the big, yeah, matches, really. Craig Bellamy started today. Yeah. Um, what do you think of him? I mean, he's played for Cardiff before, right, in the past? Yeah, he, he played for us 2009-2010. Or was it 2010-2011? 2010-2011. Yeah, and he's... Yeah, I love the guy. I think... He tries so hard. I think he's, what, 34 now, so his his legs aren't the best. But you can see in the first half today, he ran so much, and he was one of the main people who was harrying your defenders um, yeah, and all that kind of thing. He's got that passion in him, you know. He, he, he has, loves yeah. playing football. And um, sometimes you, you miss that in some yeah, football definitely. players. You know, some people just concentrate on money a little bit too much. You need them players, you know, who just love football end of. Yeah, and he's a Cardiff boy as well, so he he understands what the club is and he understands what what it means to the fans and things like that. So it's you know it's good to see him still fighting for the cause, really. And like he got a really good reception off you guys. What do do you, do you guys still still like him? Still rate oh, him? Oh yeah, yeah, we love him. <laughs> yeah, especially his um his latest spell here. Yeah, the fans just love him. He was speaking so highly of the club, and he was just playing really well at times. I thought, and he's just got that respect, you know, for the club. You, you just got to love them players. Mm. Yeah, he, he, he gets it, doesn't he? He gets what it means to the fans. Exactly, yeah. And he was a bit of a bad boy last time, and then he changed his ways, and he's so humble now. Yeah, I mean, have, have you yeah, read his autobiography? I have, yeah, have you? Yeah, it's just really good. Yeah, I think he's he's one of the last few players who are truly honest exactly. and truly you know say what they feel. Like, a lot of players kind of hide behind just generic statements but he, he, he'll he never do that like I've seen interviews with him for Wales where they've said oh what what happened out there and he just said oh we weren't good enough we were dreadful like not many players would be that honest so he's like the that's... Tim Sherwood <laughs> yeah a little too honest at times maybe <laughs> um, I think last thing we're going to talk about is Vincent Tan because uh... I feel so sorry for Cardiff I really do I mean everyone does at the moment but thanks <laughs> it's just it... He's a clown, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he can't be running a football club. He just as a Malaysian, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's not your fault. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. FA recently rejected uh, Hull City to become Hull City Tigers. Which yeah. Is so it's a shame Cardiff weren't in the Premier League at that point because the it FA could have done something. But it's but the kit change doesn't come under the same rules as um the the name. So like. The, f- the whole had their name rejected because I think you have to go through an approval process to have a name change. Whilst changing right. your kit color and badge is simply just registering a new kit or badge. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. It, it it would never have gone to that level. But I do believe if we were in the Premier League, I think you're right in what you're saying. If we were Premier League and Vincent Tanner changed the kit, there would have been a lot more outrage and a lot more outroar. Just because we we're in the Championship, people didn't really care. And, and you know, I spoke to so many people who were just like, "Oh, well, you've got to do it, haven't you? Because you've got to get to the Premier League." And you kind of go, "Well." It's not simple as that. Really. No, we, yeah. we didn't, there's been no reason. You know, he says that he kind of he. They had an interview recently where the, the reason that we were told that the red kit would come in was because it would have commercial benefits across Asia 
across the world and it would come with the money that was coming in like the investment but we had a, an, a, an interview recently with our chairman who said they'd never done any research into it so it was just done on a whim really there was never any reason um there was never any reason behind the kit change and i think that's the worst thing yeah i mean he's just he's 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 kind of like i don't know how do you say the stalin of football yeah exactly yeah zero idea about football yeah, but he's, he's trying so hard to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was it he like he wanted like keepers to score more goals? It's, yeah, it's just, <laughs> God. Um, because there there was this keeper who scored uh, from half field, I think. And yeah, then well, he was saying um, everyone should practice how to score from half field or something like that. Exactly, and he he said that we should take more shots because that would mean more goals, and like he said, we should be shooting and more and more shots from half field. Yeah, not from. No, not from closer, from half field. It's just yeah, from half field. Yeah, you couldn't make it up really. And he he's kind of gone on about like signing players with eights in their name because that's lucky and that kind oh of thing. Oh god! Oh god! Yeah, it's just I, I, I can just imagine Vincent Tan going open goal and just quickly running to the halfway line and just trying to shoot. Yeah, exactly. Just... Running back and trying to hit it as far yeah. as he could. And he was at he was at the game today, and and he got called. Um, there was a chant where he was called a rude word. And he, he kind of looked over at the stand and I think it's kind of sinking in now that he wants to be loved by everyone and he will never be loved. Yeah. I, ha- I, I really hate his celebration too. What is it's that? awful, isn't it? It's just like, is he trying to be a bird or something? I, I really <laughs> don't know. He's just bizarre. And I mean, the, the first game we played, you know, when everything was happening, when Malky Mackay was at your ground, wasn't it? And we, we had our, at Anfield and all our fans stayed behind the game and chanted. Oh yeah, that, that was the game when he, after he got sacked, didn't he? It was just before he got sacked and it was, it was you know, it's strange that the, the, the two times where we've been most vocal about our kit change and stuff has been against Liverpool. And, and you got, your fans were class today. I mean, we chanted, we'll always be blue and your fans joined in and clapped us and, as well. So it was, yeah. it was quite a nice occasion to get at Vincent Tan, who is a, a massive idiot. Yeah. That loss of a better word. <laughs> uh, of that game in, in Anfield, you know, I think Rogers even paid respect to Ma- Malkai. I think yeah, yeah. He, well, Rogers and Mackay were together when they... Mackay, yeah, yeah, they, they've got a really good relationship. Yeah, yeah they, I, they used to go for dinner together and stuff. Yeah, I, I feel really sorry for him, though. He, he didn't even do that much of a bad job. That's the thing. No, he didn't. And He got you promoted, you know. He, exactly. He, he got you started off and... But this is the thing. He got us promoted and Vincent Tan once he, he did an interview recently where he said, I got you promoted. It was my money. Yeah, I, I saw that. And oh, my God. He doesn't yeah. get that he's the chairman. He should be the financer and then he should hand over power to the manager. He doesn't get that. And it's, yeah. it's right what he says. He just doesn't understand football. He's running it as if it's a shop. Yeah, it's terrible, really. Yeah, it's awful. Anyways, I think we're going to wrap it up now. Uh, one last question: Will Liverpool win the league? Yes, good man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to read, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, thanks so much for coming on. You've, you've been brilliant today. No worries. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, now we're going to be talking about the Sunderland game and a bit about the Spurs game too. We play Sunderland on Wednesday. They'll be without Barini, I think. Uh, part of the contract. Very important game, isn't it? That's the game yeah. we have to win. That was, yeah, that's our game in hand. Yeah, exactly. As I said earlier. Yeah, if we win that, then 
um, will be one point behind Chelsea, and if Man City win their remaining games, it will be two points behind City. I think. Huge game. It's going to yeah. be so close. I mean, we still have to play Chelsea and City. Anything could happen, really. And Newcastle. Yeah. And West Ham. <laughs> and Palace. And oh, West Ham, Big Sam. <laughs> um, I think West Ham and Newcastle could possibly take points off of us. Maybe. Yeah, I mean West Ham away that that, that can be tough. Yeah, I can go either either way. But Sunderland this uh, midweek, I think it should be a close game, two one, three two, something like that. Really, I think it will actually be quite a blowout. Yeah, I th- I think it'll be quite a big margin, like four nil. Something like because it's at home too. Hmm. I think. I think it was under O'Neill, I would say so. But now that's under Gus Poyet, they've been. They either go really well or they play really bad. Like they just lost to Norwich yesterday, two 0 mm-hmm. and they didn't really show up too much. Yeah, I mean, like I said a bit earlier, um, they'll be out. They'll be without Barini, who I think is their main threat, to be honest. Um, mm, Adam Johnson. He's alright. He, um, yeah, I mean, he's more, he likes to set things up more than score. Mm-hmm. So I think scoring-wise, Rooney's the man. I think it'd be interesting to see um, Adam Johnson against John Flanagan. Yeah. If Flanagan plays left-back. So if Flanagan plays like how he did against Cardiff, then it might be a bit troublesome. Yeah, there might be a bit of a problem there. Poyet. Uh, I think yeah, recently expressed his thoughts on Barini, saying he wants to buy him. Would you sell it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm, no, I thought it was a loan deal, but no, I wouldn't sell Barini at all. He's only twenty-two this year. Yeah, and he, he's he can only get better. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and he is a good player. But the bad thing is, it's going to be tough to get into our side when you have Sturridge and Suarez, you know, up front. He can deputise for Sterling, though, as an option. Because right now, like, um, you see the game yesterday, the only attacking option we had was Sterling. Yeah. Aspas, I mean, he's good, but... Well, he's not good. Hasn't really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Borini over Aspas, I think, no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... it's yeah, it's, we don't really have a, 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 a backup for a striker, you know. Um, of course, if we play four three three, you know one of uh, Sturridge or Suarez goes to the wing. But either way, having that natural um, centre forward like Barini is really important, and he is better than Aspas. So he... and Barini's playing on the left now. Imagine when he's um, like yeah. Sturridge in the middle. Yeah, I think he'd be very good. Yeah, for I mean, us. Uh, he played in central role, I think, against Man City in Wembley, scored mm-hmm. a goal. You know. He needs to be played in that role. It's it's quite annoying when he doesn't. He can play on the left as well. Yeah, he played but... that. He played there um, when he was at Roma, and even now when whenever Altidore plays, he's on the left. Yeah, Barini but... will be on the left. Yeah, it's just Barini is just nowhere near as good as he is. Yeah. Up front. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so final prediction. I would say four-one Liverpool. 4-1, okay. I said 2-1 or 3-2, so yeah. Let's see how it goes. 
Yeah, I can see Sterling bagging a couple of goals there. I think he'll start yeah. today. Depends on where he plays, though. If he plays on the right, then I think so. Because Marcos Alonso got sent off. Their first choice left back. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point. Mm-hmm. But it depends on who comes in. So. As as Marcos Alonso, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, got he... sent off. Is Andre is Andrea Dosena playing? Do you think he can play? Well, he can't play, but. <laughs> is he injured? Uh, no. I mean, he's just really bad. <laughs> um, call... Hey, he's got the goal against uh, United and Real Madrid That's in the same week. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, he's had he's played six times for them, so. Mm. Okay. I mean, but... but I I doubt he'll play. I think Colback will play at left. Oh, Colback left back. Okay. Oh, Katomo can come in. I see. Liverpool now have only one injured player. We've gone from like 10 to 1. Enrique? Yeah. Mm. Or oh, um, Sunderland have two injured players. Fletcher. That's Ooh. a fairly big blow. And Westwood. And here in Westwood. Okay. Yeah. Who do you think will be the first goal scorer? I think Liverpool will score first. Um, set piece. I think your man, your boy, Skirtle will score. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, so we face Spurs on Sunday. Um, that's three games in eight days. But yeah. We beat uh, Spurs 5-0 at White Hart Lane. Flanagan scored. A day to remember. But mm-hmm. they're not exactly in great form right now. We should not win. at all. We just have to win all our games if we want to win the league, to be honest. We can't afford to drop any points. Mm-hmm. We must win all, and even if we win all, I think Man City will still be two points ahead. So, But I think they could slip up away. For example, against Cardiff, you know, they lost. Yeah. I, I think Chelsea are um, more dangerous in a way. They can play away from home and they can play at home mm-hmm. really well. But City, they are good at home and away they are 50-50. So yeah. if we win all our games, I think we could just possibly snatch the title away from them Exciting by teams. a point. Yep. Great to see. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, like I just said, Tottenham have been awful form. They've lost... Five of their eight matches. Uh, final prediction? Um, since we're at home, I say 2 nil. One go in each half. Yep. I would say 3-1. 3-1, okay. Yeah, to Liverpool, of course. <laughs> Is there a hat-trick there? No, no hat-trick there. Oh, damn it. Separate goals. Um, Do you know that Suarez got um, the same amount of hat-tricks? at Liverpool the same amount that Rooney has throughout his entire career seriously I think it was six hat-tricks Suarez has six hat-tricks in three seasons I think at Liverpool Mm -hmm. and Rooney has six throughout his entire career wow if I'm not mistaken Suarez is magical man and we have I think we have another game against Norwich right um 
That's another hat trick. Yeah, we do. That's yeah. another Suarez hat trick. So seven hat tricks <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to move on to the questions? Sure. So one question we've basically already discussed: Should we keep Barini? Either we keep him or we loan him out. I only loan him out if we can get a better backup striker than Aspas, but I think we'll keep him. Yeah, I mean, he is he, a really good backup striker, to be honest. He's actually good enough to start, just that we have Suarez and Sturridge already. Yeah. So that's a bit unfortunate. Yeah. And if we are playing Borini White, we also have IB coming back on loan. Yeah, so I, I can see IB going back. Going us. back out? Yeah. And then where does that leave Asaidi? Huh? Asaidi? Oh, he's gone. He's already gone. <laughs> I think he's All right, just, fair. you know. And how about Moses? Uh, <laughs> I, I will pay Chelsea. I would just, I'll drive him. I don't even drive, and I'll drive him. <laughs> was, uh... Send him back to London? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no questions asked. <laughs> So, another question. Do you fear that Flanagan's physical clumsiness soon might cost us more than a yellow? Hmm. Physical clumsiness? I think at times he's a bit rash, though. I don't think he's really clumsy. He's a bit uh, undecisive. Yeah, Yeah, I think he's more towards the risky rather than clumsy. I think he's a bit overconfident now at times. He plays a bit too fancy of a pass and he ventures out too much. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. Like you can just see by his playing standards, he's just confident, but maybe he's sometimes a little bit too much, as you just said. Mm-hmm. But he, he's he's done so well for us, you know. It's... Yeah, he's very determined. He works very hard. He can put in the tackle when you need it. Yeah. He didn't do too well in, in the first half. Oh, not at Cardiff. all. But the second half, he wasn't too bad. Yeah, agree with that. Don't think he's good enough to start for us, though, next season. No. Especially in the Champions League. Yeah. I mean, he'll be an excellent backup. Yeah. But, yeah, nowhere near Champions League quality. Can't see him going up against, like, um, Lucas Moura or... Ronaldo. Or Robin. <laughs> or Robin. Yeah. Or Alexis Sanchez. Nope. Never. Is the quality of your life dependent on the success of Liverpool? Yes, every yeah. week. Definitely. If Liverpool play a bad game, I am distraught. It's just... After the United win? Oh, best week I've ever had. Oh my god, I went mental. Oh, yeah, I... That that week, like when, when I was in school, I was like, Hey, guess he won on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool beat that. Like, I mean, you know, two seasons ago in the 2011-2012 season, mm-hmm. like, half the time I was just depressed, like, why are Liverpool not scoring goals here? Why is Suarez wasting every single chance? <laughs> and now Suarez is basically scoring chance, every chance. Interesting it's, fact, like, after the win against United, that was the, the, the only week that I've seen the most li- people wearing Liverpool jerseys in uni. <laughs> I've never seen that many before. Glory hunters. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, yeah, it's it, it's it's just got such a impact in my life. It's just it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when when people say you know football is just a game, for me it's just so much more than that. Yeah, yeah. it depends on whether you're a fan or you're a supporter. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. It's two completely different things. I mean, yep. like you know, us we're like emotionally connected to Liverpool. If they have a bad day, we have a bad day. You know. No, when they have a bad day, we have a bad week. Exactly. Until the next game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since we have too many centre backs in our squad, is selling them one of them a good idea? How about Torre and Coates or Coates? What did he say? Um, I don't think we'll sell Torre though. Yeah. I, I think we'll keep him until the contract ends, then let him go off for free. Yeah. I think Quartes either... I, I don't know. Quartes is a tricky him. one. Yeah, I mean, I feel sorry for him because, you know, he was touted as one of the biggest stars. And because of injury, he's had such a bad... Well, he, he, he can't really be doing anything. I mean, you know, that performance against Oldham, that was shocking, i got to admit. He he had a good potential, but at the same time, I don't think he suited English football. I've said it earlier in the week that um, if he was in the back three and he was the middle one holding holding on the fort, I think he could do well there. Cause one thing I see that is a bit of his weakness, I guess, he's a bit slow on the turn. He's a bit slow, cutting people off and getting into position. So when you play him deepest, perhaps he could be the most useful there, but. Yeah. Is Rogers gonna play a back three? Nice. Uh it's a bit hard to say. After the four three three and the four one two one two. Yeah. I I think he's gonna go off. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see. And like you said about Torre, I think he'll just go when his contract ends. Why does Skirtle think he is a deep lying attacker? Because he is better than Suarez. Hmm. Um, I'm kidding. He's just better than Ronaldo. <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. No, I mean, if he's going to score goals, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not complaining. Yeah, I think... Yeah, with what we have, I think it's okay. Could be better, but... Okay. Who do you think All has right. been the worst signing from this season? Moses. Ooh. Moses. Moses. Do you want to just go separately? Yeah. Like outright, outright purchase and alone? Oh right, yeah, okay. So outright purchase, perhaps. Hmm. I wouldn't say worse, but the least effective was I think I think it would be Luis Alberto. Yeah. Because he's just nowhere to be found. Um, what about loan? Moses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean loan definitely no Moses. No. Mm-hmm. No questions asked for that. <laughs> uh, but I would, I would say Aspas. Because Aspas. I still mm-hmm. think Lu- Luis Alberto is rated highly among Liverpool. And he he's done well in a couple of games he's played. Yeah. Well, Aspas, he hasn't really. I mean, he's, We he's... bought four players this season. Um, Sako, Aspas, Ilori and... Um, Alberto, yeah, and I think Alberto and Ilori will definitely have a part to play. 
Yeah. They are like what, 18 and 19? Yeah, Ilary especially. I rate him quite highly. Ilary is really, really good. Yeah. If there were three envelopes, whose name would be in them from this season? Have to name three. Three envelopes. I think Skirtle would have been in that. Like no, no one expected him to actually start. Yeah. Or even be in the club. Yeah, exactly. Um. Gerard. Gerard. I I can't see Rogers putting Gerard's name in there. Fair enough. Good, this good, is really tough. Holy yeah, this is a good question. Um. I would say Lucas, but Rogers loves him, so. I wouldn't say Rogers loves him though. He's been dropped before, and we were looking at an upgrade for him. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, fair shout, I guess. Do you want to put Lucas in there then? Sure. <laughs> yeah. So Skirtle, Lucas. Hmm. Ben Johnson? Oh, no, wait. Enrique. I'll go for Enrique. Yeah, Enrique. Yeah? I agree. Yeah, so Skirtle, Lucas, Enrique. Yeah. That would have been in the free envelopes. What do you make of Luis Alberto's notable absence from the Liverpool match they scored in recent weeks? I don't really understand it, to be honest. I have zero clue, to be honest. I really don't understand it. He, it, it does annoy me. Was it against Newcastle when he came on? And he he done quite well. Um, to be fair, he's actually been doing quite well when he came on. Yeah, no. Nothing I'm... too impressive or explosive, but... But he had... Yeah, I think he's... Yeah, he hasn't done anything bad. Mm-hmm, I agree. I have zero clue. I mean, he... Perhaps Rogers don't see him um, 100% suited in yet, or not ready for the Premier League yet. Maybe. I mean, um, it, I mean, if he thought that, surely he'll, he'll be starting in on under-21 games too. But he's not even there, right? Yeah, he's, he's not even there. And he's training, you know. It's not like mm. he, he's missing training sessions or whatever. Maybe it's a question of fitness? I, I have really no idea. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope it's not going to be, you know, an, another Aquilani story where he's homesick and that. And stuff like that, yeah. yeah I, I really hope. I mean... He's had overall 12 appearances today. I mean, today, mm. this season. To date, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which isn't too bad, but when you actually look, if he's actually, you know, been on the bench at all, he, he really hasn't. I mean, regardless, um, even if he's not ready, he should still at least be on the bench. The last time he was on the bench was in our... In Liverpool's 5-1 win over Arsenal. Hmm. That's how long it's been. I really like Alberto though. He's very composed. He can play the pass. He can make runs. So, in theory, he should fit in the Liverpool style. No, yeah. I, but... I, 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 I really do like him. He started one game. No, two games. Sorry. Yep. It, both in the FA Cup. Hmm. But I don't know. It's just uh, it's just a very odd thing overall. Yeah, I mean, last time he's made an appearance was against Everton in that four 0 win. Mm-hmm. 
I think overall, if Rogers doesn't plan to use him at all for this season, I think he should just send him out alone. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Who's... Perhaps to like um, Granada as well to play alongside Ilori or to Elmira to play alongside Suso. Yeah, I mean, I can't see uh, Suso go- going back to Elmira because ha- have you heard about the recent um, story about him? Almeria fans have been booing him, for example, you know, whistling. And Suso is not enjoying his time there, so I can't see him going back there. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. He's doing so good there, though. Yeah. Overall, I guess. I mean, I would loan Suso to an English club, to be honest. It'll be interesting to see how he turns out, because I do rate him quite a lot. Perhaps to Southampton? Um, that kind of a club like that? Yeah, Southampton. But... Would he start there? Honestly, like, no. Exactly. He he needs to, you know. The the reason we're going to loan him out is so he starts. Mm-hmm. So, so this is going to be the last question. What happens if we don't win the league? Are you sure we can be as competitive as this season and we and make the Champions League? But we're definitely going to be making the Champions League this season. And I really don't see why not next season. Because Liverpool have been, in my opinion, the best team in the league performance-wise. It depends on who, uh, how much the other teams strengthen as well. Yeah. If they do strengthen. Like, United this season, I wouldn't say they strengthen too much compared as compared to City or Chelsea. Yeah. And that's why they've been dropping so much. Yeah, but I'm... Well, I, I can see Liverpool really strengthening, though, this... Uh, n- next summer. You know... We need... At the very least, one fullback. We need two, to be honest, yeah. Yeah, I would say two, but I don't see us going for two right now. Probably yeah. one either on the left or right back, and then Flanagan or Johnson on the other. Yeah, if we sell Johnson, I can see us mm-hmm. getting two. If we don't, then... Oh, yeah, yeah, I one. think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been linked with Real Madrid last night. Um... You know, the the Telegraph reported it. A, a bit sceptical, though. Yeah, but. I mean... You know, Glenn Johnson going to Real Madrid, I can't really see that. And then if we can get someone to partner Sako. Not yeah. to say that Skirto is that bad. Max, calm down. <laughs> but there are definitely better people who are better than Skirto to partner Sako. It's such a shame Zuma went to Chelsea, though. Oh, he that is so. He he would have been the perfect one. Um, I could see um, if we were willing to take that bit of risk, maybe Semikaya from Galatasaray. Mm. Not sure if you've seen him, but he's he's young, he's talented. Everything Rogers would would want. All right. No, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. personally, I've never seen him play. So, yeah. And, you know, what happens if we don't win the league this season? I mean, before this season, you know, people were thinking, we might reach the top four if we're lucky, you know. Now, and now we might win the league if we're yeah, lucky. I mean, I I don't think it'll be, you know, a disaster if we don't win the league. It's not end of the world, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think next season we have a great chance. But at the same time, some people are saying, you know, this season could be the best chance we get due to all the clubs, you know, you know, dropping some points 
like transitional period, all that. Yeah, yeah I agree. The top of the table has been so inconsistent. Exactly. We saw Chelsea lose to West Brom and the like. And then Man City has the worst, was one of the worst away forms. Yeah, I mean... Arsenal has been up and now they're all down. Yeah, I, I really don't know us. what's happened to Arsenal. That 6 yeah. and then loss. We aren't that consistent as well. So I think now is the best time to win the league. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, uh, this is a question from me, who do you want to see win the FA Cup? FA Cup. Because for me, it's Arsenal, to be honest. I feel so sorry for Wenger, and I think he deserves a trophy right now. You know, mm. one 1,000 games is just amazing. And he some of the, I suppose you can say abuse, maybe that's a bit too far, Get he gets is a bit too much, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I want Sheffield to win, though. Sheffield. The underdogs, yeah. Connor Cody is playing for them, isn't he? Yep, and Ryan Flynn, previously from our youth academy. Oh, right. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Connor's done really well there. It'll be oh, interesting to yeah. see. Yep, he's been playing very well there, apparently. And they have a defender called um, Harry Maguire, who is not too bad as well. All right. Interesting. If you managed to catch him. Mm-hmm. So, and Sheffield was like a, one of the well-known Premier League teams last time. Yeah. And now they're playing hard in the semis. Yeah. It's... If they manage to pull off that win, just that one win, I think they can take Wigan or Arsenal on. Mm. Never know. It's yeah, you never know. The magic of the FA Cup, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's it from us now. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. From me and Roy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, we hope you have a good week. And let's hope for a win against Sunderland and Spurs. Thanks, everyone. Bye.